This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. officially up and running on YouTube. So congratulations to us over here at Real Hoops and at Media Den. Go follow us on Instagram as well, Real Hoops with the underscore. But let's get into it. All right, so here I am. It's August. And damn, it's still not on my team. Now, uh, I believe it was uh, Wendy uh, he uh, basically detailed the picks, not the picks, I'm sorry, the trade that uh, the Blazers have offered, I'm sorry, that the Heat have offered the Blazers. Uh, and it's around, you know, centered around Jaime Jaquez, uh, solid guy, four-year guy over here at UCLA, uh, can contribute right away, uh, more players and picks. Um, so word on the street is they prefer, uh, Jaime over Jokic. Uh, Jokic is a stud. I I believe he has a tremendous upside, but he's still a project. I believe he's about a year away from like weightlifting, getting reps, uh, from being a solid contributor to our rotation. I think he has to get thrown in the fire this year, of course. Um, he sat out a lot of the year last year. He played a, a few games here, but I'm looking for him to get more reps now that he's been around, now that he's more acquainted with, you know what I mean, the facilities, the system, um, more acquainted with Spo, um, And, you know, just sitting on that bench with UD is going to do a lot for him as well as Lowry, you know, savvy veterans like that that we had last year. So I'm looking for him to do big things. Um, it feels like the Blazers management is spiteful because Damian Lillard flat out said, yo, I'm trying to go who for the heat. And for whatever reason, you know, and he's been the number one new guy stating I'm here to be loyal. I want to win in Portland. He said it in his raps. He said it in multiple interviews throughout the years that he wanted to win in Portland. Um, what Blazers management is doing is going to scave pretty much the rest of the new generation because we now have seen uh, the one guy that was left on the market that you know wanted to be traded. He felt like he exhausted all his options, which I felt like he did. He put up 32 a game last season, and they were never a playoff threat to begin with. Um, and he wants out. Now, to repay his loyalty to your city of Portland, who, to be honest, the only reason y'all were even relevant of us even thinking about you was because of one Damian Lillard, you now, of course you want to do what's best for your franchise, but you now have held a position to 
almost spite Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is going to be a professional if you do not decide to trade him, but you will have a disgruntled star. And what's that showing the rest of the young guys is that what is loyalty? For what? They could trade you. They could waive you. But the moment that you ask for things to be dictated your way, you're now demonized. You're now looked at as the bad guy. And that's why more and more guys will leave in free agency. And that's why more and more guys will ask for trades. Because in the past, you have guys built super teams. But the moment that the players want to build super teams like KD or LeBron, it's an issue. Which I don't think it's an issue. Anyways, y'all, uh, y'all get Dame on my team, man. If your name is not Jimmy Butler, if your name is not Bam Adebayo, you can go bye-bye, yo. Get them out of here. Don't care who you are. Love what everybody has done for the city of Miami. But we trying to win, bro. My man's Jimmy Butler, mid-30s. Bam is still young, and I'm pretty sure he will be in Miami Heat for years to come. He just exudes that heat energy. Um, you know, just being around UD all them years and being around Spoon all them years. Uh, and playing like the way he did in the playoffs and in the finals. Uh, I think that helps nothing but helps his confidence and he is the Miami Heat of the future. But Jimmy, we got to maximize Jimmy. Um, and we need a three-level score bad like yesterday. You know, you replaced Damian Lillard. Uh, you replaced Gabe Vincent with a Damian Lillard. I believe we have a fighting chance and we might have even beat the Denver Nuggets because of his tremendous shooting ability from all three levels. Um, and his finishing at the rim as well. Um, but we struggle with distance shooting, you know, the thing that propelled us to the finals to begin with. So, like I said, if your name ain't if your name ain't Jimmy, your name ain't Bam, bye-bye. Don't give a damn. Anyways. Aren't you tired of the same content? The same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery. It's weird at this point. Media then wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. We're going to get into real talk. We got to have a real conversation right now. So, uh, shout out to Cam. Of course, I like to shout out my guy uh, every time I get a chance. Uh, want to pose a question, and I want to answer it as well. So, it's rhetorical. What defines a superstar? Um, you know, it's kind of like that Hall of Fame thing for me. When you say a name, if it's not automatic, I don't think of you as a superstar. Why well, I don't think of you as a ballot, uh, you know, Hall of Famer, first ballot, that is, you know. It's only a few superstars every year. LeBron is one of the few who, from age 16, I looked at him and said, hey, he's a superstar. He's the guy. What comes with being a superstar and what? you have to check off to be a superstar. I believe you have to have marketability. I believe you have to be somewhat likable. Um, And more importantly, you have to perform on the court. It's the main important thing here. 
um, superstars tremendously balance your chance of winning and tilt it in your favor immediately once they are in your franchise. Ain't, ain't too many that could do that. You're looking at the marketability and the endorsements of certain guys that are marketed like superstars, but they're truly not. You're just marketable. A superstar comes with the totality of it. You look at a LeBron James superstar, no doubt in your mind. You're looking at a Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, superstar, no doubt in mind. You're looking at, you know, somebody who maybe hasn't won plenty, but they're a superstar, like Kevin Durant. Um, and you could be a superstar on the court, but off the court, no aura, not marketable, boring. Still a first battle Hall of Famer. You're still getting after it. You just ain't a superstar. You look at a Jokic. Jokic don't give a damn about basketball. That's a job then. Brother just won a championship. I'm looking at him winning the horse racing champions championship in Serbia. He looks happier. Don't give a damn about basketball. Still the best player in the world right now, but you don't give a damn about basketball. It's all right. You're a superstar on the court. You're just not a superstar all around. Another uh, thing I want to address is that sometimes superstars aren't leaders. They just aren't. You either are a leader or you aren't. The way that you conduct yourself in practice, conduct yourself when speaking to other players, the best player doesn't always have to be the leader. I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors and their four championships, and I can say Steph led with his play. I'm not looking at Steph shouting at guys to get at their defensive assignment or to be over here. He's not a vocal leader. There's nothing wrong with that. Kawhi has two championships, not a vocal leader. He's not about to tell guys to get over here or lead that way, conduct himself that way. Both of those guys are still superstars. Uh, again, Kawhi comes from, well, Jokic comes from the Kawhi cloth of I'm a superstar in the court. That's a job to me. I'm going to hit these buckets. I'm going to give you a press conference even though I don't want to talk to you fools. And I'm going to slide to the crib. Nothing wrong with that. But in order to be a superstar, you got to have all aspects. Got to be a leader. Got to be marketable. And you got to have success on the court. And it's only a few that comes through. If we look at the true deficit definition of a superstar, you be a superstar off the, on the court, but you're not marketable, which doesn't make you a superstar all around. Nothing wrong with that, you know? Uh, basketball is different for everybody. Um, now, CBA. It's going to start to prevent some of you guys from spending big money on multiple players. CJ McCollum got his head cracked by the Golden State Warriors, and he said, huh, never again. <laughs> never again. So, yeah, man, it's going to be tough for you, some of you guys. So, you know, these large extensions that y'all see, you know, the Jalen Browns of the world getting, they're still going to be available, but it's just not going to be available to multiple of you guys. Which helps out the you know the journeymen, the role players, the veterans, you know, to get that roster spot and to rightfully fight for it because it's no longer about the money. The money are, is going to the big guys. Pause. Uh, money is going to the guys who are have those superstar roles. So um, not sure what that's going to do to the league. Uh, 
these owners ain't going to pay no huge luxury tax because they're going to get molly whopped on the luxury tax if they decide to like team up multiple guys. So uh, it's going to put pressure on the players. If you really want to play with a certain guy, you're going to have to take a pay cut. It's going to put certain pressures on certain front offices where you give the big guy the money, but he's not going to be happy because he's, he's losing. We just saw Washington. You lose a Bradley Bill because they didn't put enough around him. It's going to be the same thing over here. But flip side to it, you have a lot of guys stay home. You get a Giannis, you give him $300 million because he got you a championship and a deep point and MVP, and he's going to continue to keep you relevant because he's Giannis Antetokounmpo. You have to pay him. 300 M's. Pay it up. What is that going to do for the flexibility of the other guys? Though? So this is where it gets interesting. This is where it goes back to the early 2000s and the in the 1990s where you have one superstar player and one all-star level player instead of having two absolute superstar players and, you know, a few fringe level all-star guys where the, you know, the parity of the league is, is, is in danger. It's no longer going to be the case. It's going to get real interesting for you guys. That'll be it for me today. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Subscribe to the YouTube. You get here. Anywhere you get podcasts, short, straight to the point. And we talk hoops all year round. We don't take no breaks over here. Signing off, Pop Father, Young Rilla. Uh, do we got music coming out tomorrow? No, we don't got no music coming out. I might drop just because. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, y'all rock with me. I appreciate y'all for tapping in.